Hello everybody, welcome back to Witch Fix. Today we're looking at books 11 and 12 in the private series by Kate Bryan. And this is the first ones since, like, I guess the first book uh, where I had a, a slight snifter of some witchy content. So I'm very excited about that. The next video will be the one where I'm diving into Book of Spells and everything that comes after it. So I'm very excited for that. I will make sure to, like, make the title as obvious as I can. That that is the one that I'm going to be talking about the actual witchy content because I know that this has been a big lead in. Boy, do I! Because I have read twelve of these shits, and although I have been enjoying myself, my patience is wearing thin. So getting into it, this quartet I've already said is slightly different because the first two were about what happened in St. Baths, like on this island, all of this extra drama, and the mystery in that was kind of wrapped up at the end of the second book. In, in that pair, and this pair of books, uh, Scandal and Vanished, uh, covers a sort of different mystery, a different drama episode, so I think these are basically pairs of books instead of the usual four. So Scandal to begin with. Obviously at the end of the previous book they arrived back on campus to find that Billings House had been demolished, and they had a new uh, headmaster, who I think his name's Hayworth, I'm going to call him Hayworth, probably not his name. It begins with an H, but new headmaster. He's meant to be this groovy, funky guy who's like down with the kids, yo, and is all about openness and honesty and equality. But at the same time, he does seem to be ruling things with the same iron fist as their previous headmaster, but just not being as upfront about it. He's being a, a lot more sneaky, a lot more underhanded, dropping a lot of I can make life really hard for you if you don't do things my way type hints. Uh, and I don't like him. So uh, I'm quite suspicious of him. Uh, and going into Scandal, he's very much uh, making it clear that not only is Billings gone in his eyes, but any attempt to reform it will be met with extreme measures, um, like disciplinary and otherwise. And that all new clubs that want to form uh, have to go through him. They have to like submit a form to him to, so he can sign off on it and decide, you know, if they get to be a club. He also doesn't like them calling themselves Billings Girls or referring to each other as like, oh yeah, us Billings Girls from before, because he's like, uh-uh, I think you'll find that doesn't exist anymore. But they're talking about the past, so it did then. So I don't like him. He, he seems like he's going to cause some problems. Uh, the bulk of this book is naturally redoing everything she can to subvert and get around these rules. Uh, she goes to her room one night and finds a book has been left for her, like a really old leather ledger. And I was like, what ho? A suspicious old book. Are we perhaps getting close to some witchy content? And we were, because it is the uh, book of rules uh, invented for the Billings Literary Society, which was the forerunner of like the Billings Girls. And it began when Billings was itself a separate school to Easton before it was like incorporated uh, and the school went co-ed. Uh, so this is uh, a book that is by Elizabeth something or other. I can't remember her name. Elizabeth Williams? Elizabeth something? Whatevs. I think she's like the protagonist of the Book of Spells book. So obviously that's quite exciting. And the book has all these rules and regulations for how to um, test people to see if they're worthy of joining the Literary Society and like the initiation rituals for them. There's nothing overtly witchy in there but there is some stuff um, in particular in the initiation ritual which I will get to. 
Uh, so Reed is very excited by this, uh, excited to have a way to resurrect the spirit of Billings, if not the building of Billings. Unfortunately, she has like 14 friends uh, who were all Billings girls prior to the building being knocked down. But the society specifically says in the book it can only have 11 members. So three people are going to get cut and they're probably not going to be happy about it. And that's basically the plot of the book. There are some mysteries in it, like who left the book for her? Why is it such a big deal that there can only be this number of people? Why does no one in the Billings alumni seem to know about the Billings Literary Society? Because she initially thinks that it's one of them who sent her the book, but then they don't seem to know anything about it. So where has this mysterious book come from? So they do the tests of like loyalty and intelligence and various other things to get into this society because it's more about sisterhood and togetherness and integrity than just spending lots of money and partying which is kind of a good turn for Billings to take. Uh, at the same time uh, Reed is trying to get back together with Josh who was currently dating Ivy. She makes a move on him when he's still with Ivy which is not very sisterly of her but she's very quickly forgiven because Ivy wasn't as into Josh as uh, she could have been. The book then ends on kind of a cliffhanger. They found this like mysterious ruined chapel in the forest near the school, which was, I guess, originally part of Billings School and where the Literary Society held their meetings. So one of the tasks is to clear it out so that they can use it for their meetings and then go there and light candles and then talk about stuff. And then there's some mysterious banging outside during one of these midnight meetings all the candles go out, everyone's like screaming and scared in the dark, and lights come back up, and Noelle is nowhere to be found. And then at the very end, uh, Reed gets a text message from a kidnapper uh, saying that Noelle has been kidnapped and that she has to do tasks to get Noelle back. And that is basically the plot of Vanished, is going into that book, having it be all about this kidnapping of Noelle. One other slight mystery which may be tied into this kidnapping plot is that Noelle seems to be acting a little bit strange throughout the book. First up, she seems to recognise something in the list of former literary society members inside the book uh, before she hands it back to Reed. She seems annoyed that this book has been given to Reed of all people and doesn't seem to understand why it's been given to her um, because she's not related to anyone who's previously been in Billings that we know of and we may find out you know more later and she makes various remarks throughout the books and then quickly just says like oh it's nothing when questioned on it further about why this would matter and why it's so important but she does seem to know a little bit about maybe why the Billings alumni come down on them so hard to try and stop them from reforming this society that maybe there's some sort of hidden scandal behind it all uh, and that might or may not be connected to the kidnapping now, the one sort of witchy thing in it, aside from the, the tasks themselves, which feel kind of like stuff that you would ask people to do to join a coven, like you have to like prove your knowledge and then prove your uh, loyalty to each other and then prove your community mindedness. So these are kind of values that I guess could be for any secret society. But I can imagine, you know, them being part of like a task to join a coven. And then they hold the initiation where Reed as like the pledge and mistress has a black candle 
and everyone is blindfolded and wearing white and she has to unblindfold them one by one and light their candle and they have to say uh, i name do hereby vow to be loyal steadfast and true to the billings literary society and to my sisters and then she's like the girl in question is welcomed into the circle so it feels like it could be a little bit initiatory it's again kind of reads either like sororities or witches depending on what your focus is i guess uh so there's some hintage in there about what might be going on and i went into vanish straight after this which is actually like the shortest book of this four i've noticed that these four were a lot shorter than the preceding four which was good because i felt like that whole kind of Cheyenne murder storyline really dragged on for a bit but it feels like these are getting put out at quite a, a fast rate they're a lot shorter a lot easier to read a lot quicker i feel like maybe that's because the riot was maybe running out of ideas and a bit desperate to get to like the witchy part which you know i'm desperate to get to the witchy part but it does feel like a lot of stuff is being thrown at the wall in these two pairs of books um as if we're just sort of testing out a lot of new ideas which i kind of like because it's breaking out of the pattern of the first eight books but also it does feel a little bit kind of like a lot of stuff coming out of left field like oh there was all this you know murder attempts in like these tropical islands and now a kidnapping and the hostage situations why not so uh, it was with a little trepidation that i went into vanished uh, which i will now talk about this book is basically all about reed trying to get noelle free from her kidnappers although it becomes really obvious quite quickly that noelle has not really been kidnapped um and it, it's quite easy to work this out so i don't feel like it's a spoiler but reed starts getting these text messages giving her tasks and she's told that there's four tasks she has to do and then noelle will be returned safely but if she goes to the police if she goes to uh, her parents uh, noelle's parents the hairmaster noelle will die so pretty high stakes so in addition to trying to keep the whole like secret society together she also now has to hide the fact that noelle has been kidnapped so like lying to different people about different things she's losing sleep she's losing academic uh progress failing classes this whole book is just read in a crisis neglecting personal relationships and commitments trying to get noelle back and it's basically just a test of loyalty this whole book and the tasks are in order getting an excuse letter from noelle's grandmother in paris which has to be signed in person uh, to excuse noelle from school for two weeks kind of a, a big hint there that this isn't necessarily obviously kidnappers could have wanted that to hide the fact that they took a noelle but putting that together with the fact that noelle disappeared from a room full of people and it would have been kind of obvious if like a whole team of navy seals came in to kidnap her or something she pretty obviously spirited herself away that was the sound of her vanishing that was totally not me accidentally punching some ornamental bells anywho so the first task is to get this letter which reed does with the help of upton giles english hottie because he's rich and he can just go to paris and get this letter signed he also says that noelle's grandmother reminds him of reed um which it turns out to be a big clue later on the second task is then for reed to shoplift something from a posh shop in nearby easton and wear it around campus so it's really obvious that she's got it this seems quite trifling and piffling but definitely the kind of thing that noelle being the mercurial bitch that she is would get reed to do 
So it, it really starting to feel like, oh, okay, Noelle has kidnapped herself for some reason. Something's going on here, probably connected to all of the weird mentions in the previous book, Scandal, about, you know, how it's weird that Reed got the book and Noelle being a little bit secretive about some stuff. The third task rolls around and it's just to piss off the headmaster. It feels like the tasks get easier through the book. Like, first it's like, get this thing hand-signed in a completely different country and continent to where you currently are. And then it's steal something expensive, which, you know, it's, it's kind of less of an ask. And then it's just piss off the headmaster, who kind of already hates you, uh, which she does quite easily. And then the fourth task, I guess, is meant to be seen as really hard, but she just has to break up with Josh in public, which Josh already knows about the kidnapping. She didn't tell him, but he saw a text from the kidnapper, so he knows what's going on. So I feel like this is drama for drama's sake, because she could have just whispered to him, this is the fourth task, or something, and he'd know what she meant. But no, it has to be you know, a couple of chapters of just him being mad at her and her like agonising over the fact that, once again, she had to hurt Josh. I'm kind of sick of Josh at this point. He's, uh, he's really annoying. Um, but that's the fourth task. And then Reed, panicked that Noelle has not been returned, tries to go to the headmaster to spill everything and is arrested, in quote marks, by some cops who really don't act like cops and then who drive her into the middle of nowhere to this abandoned house and unhandcuff her and just sit her in a chair, laugh at her, continue to act not like cops and then leave her unattended for a while so that she can receive another text message to the phone that they haven't taken away saying this is the fifth task leave the house you will find a new message at the gate telling you where to go so at this point obviously this has all been orchestrated something very sinister and strange is going on she goes out to the gate she finds a note saying head into the woods you'll find a shed with another clue she doesn't find the shed she gets hopelessly lost sits down in a clearing and just kind of passes out from exhaustion or wakes up with another note next to her uh, saying head east to the observatory and that's where you'll find noelle so i guess the kidnappers just got bored and wanted this over with so she gets up she waits for the sun to rise and then she walks east until she gets to the observatory at which point she finds noelle tied to a chair but noelle looks fine healthy recently manicured she's had a blowout she looks fantastic clearly hasn't been kidnapped and then the room is like surrounded by these older women in purple cloaks with candles. And I was like, fucking witches, yo. Um, but we don't get like the, the witchy thing straight off the bat. Noelle is like, you don't understand. This is like a, a loyalty thing. We had to make sure that you were ready. Uh, we're sisters. And Reed takes this as like, you know, we're sisters in Billings. We are part of the sisterhood. But putting some things together it's pretty obvious that noelle means that they are blood and blood sisters or at least half sisters um but reed says she doesn't want anything to do with noelle after the stupid test and everything she's been put through so she flounces out which good on reed because she's been really through the ringer not just in this book but in every book but specifically this book feels like she was put through the ringer for no reason because no one was trying to kill her there was no big conspiracy it was just people messing with her and I feel like she's done enough to prove her loyalty now that Noelle really shouldn't have had to test her but we quickly find out that it was not Noelle's idea it was her grandmother's idea Noelle just went along with it completely um having been told basically nothing about the the reasoning behind it 
Uh, so Reed rightly gets annoyed. She goes home early from Eastern Academy, back home to bumfuck nowhere, to be with her family. And then Noelle and her grandma show up to drop some truth bombs. And those truth bombs are basically that her mum had an affair with Noelle's dad, fancy businessman extraordinaire, and that Reed was the result of that affair. So she is a half-sibling to Noelle and also only a half-sibling to her brother and her dad, who's been like her rock in her crazy messed up family, isn't even her dad. But he's always known that she wasn't his and he just loved her anyway and she's his daughter as far as he's concerned which is lovely but that's not the only truth bomb that gets dropped on us although it does explain some things like in paradise lost um reed got given this crazy expensive handbag just like noelle and noelle's dad made this excuse like oh well reed's been through so much which i totally bought at the time so well done author um, but obviously it's because he knows that she's his daughter and that explains also why noelle's mum was avoiding her like the plague uh, because obviously she knows as well so the next in the line of truth bombs. Uh, Noelle's grandmother gives them this key and tells them that it unlocks something in the old chapel and that now they have to go there and learn the truth. So obviously this is leading us into where all the witchy shit is going to happen. So they get given this key. Grandmother Blanche says, go and, and find where this goes, my sisters and all will be revealed to you. So somehow they just return to Eastern. This kind of bothered me because it's like the last chapter or whatever, but they're meant to be in what? Philadelphia? Somewhere? Like bumfuck nowhere. And this school is in like New England. And we've been told that Reed had to fly home. So I'm guessing it's quite a way. My American geography is not so great. I can find Texas, which helps because I've been there, but <laughs> you know, Texas and Florida, they're, they're distinct shapes. Uh, but yeah, they, they somehow just, the next chapter is they're there, and there's no mention in that cha uh, chapter of like them getting a plane. Just a cursory mention would have been great, because it kind of broke my immersion to think like, wait a minute, they, they have seemingly teleported from just Reed's hometown of Cronton somewhere to Eastern Academy, but there we go. Kind of ruined the moment for me. So they go back to the chapel, and they look around, and they can't find this keyhole for love nor money. They look... At the drawers in the desk they're like what is what is this key going to I'll, I'll tell you don't worry i'm not going to make you wait in suspense because it's been 12 books and quite frankly we're overdue they move a bookcase in the old chamberlain pastor's churchman's office at the back of the chapel and behind it is a small wooden door with a lock and when they unlock it they go down some stairs they get to this fancy room with a book stand in it and on that book stand is the book of spells and that's literally what it's called and then the next book in the series is the prequel called book of spells which started us on this whole amazing crazy journey so that's very exciting i have actually started reading book of spells i started it yesterday could not wait quite frankly so we're finally finally getting some witchy stuff it seems like there's something hereditary going on here passed down through like a line which i'm not crazy about but it is kind of interesting and i wonder how that's going to trace back to the original billings literary society who is going to be their like foremother and also like how this factors into the other billings alumni why this book has apparently remained here for so long um, there's a lot of answer questions there's a lot of mystery i will say that i feel if you have been reading this series as just like a gossip girl 
style series, which is what it says on the cover. It just calls it like Gossip Girl, um, that sort of vibe. And then suddenly it's like, oh yeah, they found a book of spells. You must be like, fucking what? I have whiplash. <laughs> um, for me, obviously, th this is gold. I'm really excited to get into this, but I feel like this is going to be a pretty divisive book. Haven't looked at Goodreads yet, but I feel like this is a very strange direction for this series to take and might not be to everyone's tastes. I thought I'd just hop on over to Goodreads and actually read some of the reviews that people made and oh boy howdy was I correct that this book would be fucking divisive. Uh, so I'm gonna read some extracts on those because some of them were just hilarious and I kind of understand how annoyed these people are. Like if I was reading this book series for like the the schoolgirl private school drama and suddenly out of left field like everyone was vampires or something that I wasn't interested in I would be very annoyed, and these people are incredibly annoyed. <laughs> so I'm going to keep it anonymous, but uh, some of these reviews are hilarious, and I just wanted to share them with you. Uh, so paragraph from one. I was truly, honestly, DISGUSTED. Capital letters. As I was reading the ending, I had to read it AT LEAST ten times before it sunk in that all along Billings was a society built on a school for witches, and that Reed and Noel were witches. I mean, it was crazy enough that the bombshell of Reed and Noel being sisters was dropped, brackets are way too crazy for my taste, similar to the horse of uh, Survivor crap in St. Baths, but now we learn that they're witches. I mean, seriously, what the fuck? After 12 frickin' books, Kate Bryan decides to announce that they're witches. The series started as our heroine scholarship girl, Reed, trying to make her way at Easton with the bitchy Billings girls and Reed being the popular new IT girl. Oh, it girl. She did not work in IT. And having all kinds of obstacles like murder scandal and being stuck wearing last season's clothes thrown at her. And now it's suddenly about witches. What kind of joke is that? This book honestly just completely ruined the series for me. I feel like I wasted my time reading these books. Um, if it was going to end like this, I plan on reading Ominous only to find out how the whole thing ends because I really love this series. I'm definitely not reading Book of Spells because I might just tear out my hair while reading it <laughs> if I'm not already bald from Ominous, of course. And then she bids R.I.P. to the whole series. Then another reviewer. I remember this book has the honour of being the first book I ever threw at a wall. Up until this book, I was loving the books and reading them as fast as I could. My little 13-year-old self was in love with the series, even though I knew it was cliche and shallow. I gobbled them up faster than Turkey at Christmas. But this ending, no, just fucking no, they're witches? Question mark, exclamation point. No, 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 space, no. One of the things that kept me hooked on the series was the feeling that no matter how insane everything got, it was still grounded in semi-reality. Eleven books have gone that way. I wasn't expecting it. You know why? Because it's a stupid idea. Dropping something like that with no warning beforehand, I went eleven books thinking this series was one genre, and this book completely jumped ship. Um... I kind of, I don't know if I agree or disagree with that. I'm a little way into Book of Spells at the moment, so I don't really know how it's going to go, if it's going to go full fantasy witchcraft, or if it's going to be more like the uh, original craft movie, like the first like hour of that, where it's just kind of, you know, they're doing Wiccan-type circles or like secret society order-type magic, and then stuff is just happening that could or could not be related to that. I would honestly prefer it to be that second option, but... um. 
we'll, we'll, we'll see guys uh, and then they, they finish up their review with this book was to have your cake and eat it too for me you can't be rich girls and witches it's not fair and you can't drop something like 11 books into the series it's arsler um some people really liked it there's like four star five star reviews it's like oh my god a fast-paced race against time crazy cliffhanger it's exciting blah 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 uh, and then other people just just absolutely hate it hate 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 it a lot of people seem to be praising the development of reed and ivy's friendship which i agree with that's really great i'm kind of over noelle now as a character but i'm really liking her like newfound bond with ivy another negative review all caps holy fuck this book just murdered my soul what a waste of my time eight exclamation marks i groaned aloud so often and i actually threw the book on the ground when i reached the end a lot of these reviews mention throwing the books i've only thrown one book in my entire life so um there we go um then it said what the fuck kind of book was this it was unbelievable i have no idea why i put myself through this torture and yet i'll still continue to read them at least they know themselves. I hate all of these characters. I just have no idea how anyone can write such an infuriating series. And then they're witches. Like, are you fucking kidding me? No! That review has one like. But here we have a, a negative review of just Josh as a person. So I'm going to read that because that's quite... <laughs> on brand with my feelings. Okay, let's start. I hate Josh Hollish. Hollish? Hollis. Intimate. She was hugging a dude, you stupid asshole. How is video chatting a guy intimate? Josh Hollis is even worse than Thomas. Totally 100% agree, anonymous. Goodreads user. Reed should be with Sawyer, who is a nice guy and not an abusive fuck like Josh Hollis. I also don't like Sawyer. I kind of wish she'd date Ivy, but there we go. Second, I got the whole finding out that the main popular girl is your sister. Pretty Little Liars. Well, that spoiled Pretty Little Liars for me. I had no intention of ever watching slash reading. Is it a book series? Um, that, but that's a spoiler. But if you wanted Reed to have a mind-blowing revelation, make Ariana her sister. Ariana already had one surprise sister. She can't have two. Find out you're related to a better written serial killer is mind-blowing. And the thing most people are obsessing about, witches, I wanted to read some fun, trashy, rich girl book. If I wanted witches, I would read the Harry Potter series. I propose we make Ivy the main character. Much more entertaining. <laughs> um, so a lot of people have mentioned Harry Potter in the reviews for this and in the reviews for Book of Spells, which I have cautiously glanced at. Um, they seem to be annoyed that the magic is not like in Harry Potter, where they had like... Fancy foreign language spells. Is it fancy foreign language if you just Latin translated the word for what you wanted? Don't think that's that fancy. Um, so that sort of lends more credence to my kind of theory that we're going in for a more magical realism approach to magic, a more sort of modern paganism. Maybe I'm just clutching at straws and hoping that this is going to be something that I want to read. And hopefully, when I finish Book of Spells, we'll know for sure what is going on. Next episode, we are going to be getting into. The Book of Spells. Finally, 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 finally. And the two books that come after it, which I think are called Ominous and Vengeance, I think those are the last books in the series. So you get like all of these books about just boarding school stuff and then three books about witches, I guess. Because why not? Uh, but I am excited to dive into those. Hopefully going to bash those out by Christmas. Just to give you some idea, the first episode at this point of like Private, the first book, hasn't even aired yet. I've been reading these books for like three months and it, they are all that I have been reading. <laughs> so I am excited to get to the end of it and finally read something else. But I'm also wanting to savour some of the 
pleasure of having reached you know book 13 in this series and finally getting to my witchy witchy reward uh, in the meantime if you'd like to recommend any other teen series to me do go right ahead because i am really into them at the moment they are such easy reading and it's just nice to have a break from some stuff and just get back into something simple and exciting uh, but do recommend those and as always i will see you in the next one bye